the God who is righteous and upright. Glory be to your holy name. There is none like you. In all the earth and all eternity, there is none like you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, thank you for your merciful kindness. <coughs> we thank you, Lord, <coughs> for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for all, all your mercies. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Blessed be the rock. Blessed be the name of the Lord, the God of all flesh, the God who is our help, our shield, the God who does great things for his people. There's none like the Lord. Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for being our help. Thank you, Lord, for being our good shepherd. Lord, I pray whatever needs your people have come before you with today, that the Lord of hosts will help us to trust in the Lord that he is good, Trust in the Lord, hope in his mercy. Trust in the Lord and lean not unto our own understanding. Father, you know the thoughts, the inmost desires of every one of your people. You've called us, Lord, to worship you. In your presence, you're able to do a work in our hearts, Lord. More than the external circumstances. The greatest need we have, Lord, is to know you and to be yielded to you and surrendered to you completely. Praise you, Lord, for this time, for drawing your people together. Help each one of us to put away everything, Lord, that may come to hinder our fellowship with you, our listening to your voice, oh Lord. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' precious name. Stretch forth your hand, Lord. Do mighty signs and wonders in the midst of your people. Thank you, Lord. The Alpha and Omega. The one who was and is and is to come. The God who is from everlasting to everlasting. The same yesterday, today and forever. Our El Shaddai. Our Jehovah Rapha. Our Jehovah Sidkenu. Jehovah Shema. Lord, you are peace. Our righteousness. Our healer. The all-sufficient God. Lord, Jehovah Roy, you're a good shepherd, Lord. You're the God who sees. You're our good shepherd. You're the same God, Lord, who saw the struggle that Isaac had with the people around him. Many years ago, God's eyes were upon Isaac. He kept having to move, Lord, looking for 
some peace of mind and peace for his family. There came a day when the striving ceased. You fenced him in, you hemmed him in, you established him. Truly, you prepared a table before him in the presence of his enemies. You anointed his head with oil, and his cup was overflowing, Lord. Lord, I thank you that the wilderness journey of your people have come to an end. You invite everyone, Lord, to enter into the promised land full of freedom from sin. Freedom, Lord, from the hand of the wicked upon the lot of the righteous. Thank you that in your holy blood we're secure. Continue, Lord, to work in your people. I pray that you help us to empty ourselves of anything and everything that does not belong in the presence of Almighty God. Purge us, Lord. Cleanse us as we cleanse ourselves. You said, Lord, in your word, in the epistle to the Corinthians by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, having these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. You're the one who said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You're the God who sanctifies. And thank you, Heavenly Father, for being with the people. And thank you, righteous Lord, for ministering your healing. Even in this hour, Lord, I pray that the living God would look upon the afflictions of his people. Lord, God who cares enough to feed his people, his sheep, with the best pasture, Will you not mend our wounds, Lord, and heal us of our afflictions? Thank you, Lord, for teaching us to believe in you, to trust in your word. In Jesus' name we praise you. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. My hope is built on nothing less. Then Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is Sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. Wherever you are, you can sing along with these words. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly. Completely, wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. There's a double emphasis at the end. 
to make sure we understand what we're singing. That I, you, none of us would trust in our wealth, in our health, in our cleverness, in our personality, in our physical appearance, physical stature. None of us would trust in our houses, in what people think about us or say about us. We don't even trust what we think about ourselves, but we trust what God has said. Hallelujah. God has said, you are my beloved. I'm the great shepherd of the sheep. By me, if any man enter in. He shall go in and out and find pasture. All that we need to live the abundant life is found in the living Lord Jesus Christ. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Let's worship the Lord. Turn your attention to the Lord and exclusively to heaven right now. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Every time we come before the presence of the Lord, we need to make sure one thing, that we've come absolutely to the end of ourselves. Otherwise, there will be an unnecessary Losing competition. God said no flesh should glory in his presence. That includes not only thoughts about ourselves, but thoughts about others. Things that have happened yesterday, this morning. We're here to give our full undivided attention to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Imagine yourself coming into the royal palace. High and lifted upon the throne is the almighty God. What other distraction can be there, should be there? We give God our complete hearts. He can work wonders. The preparation for worship is very important. Some of you have prepared before you've come to the service this morning. For others, you haven't prepared. And all of us can prepare even better with the help of the Holy Spirit. It's one thing to prepare beforehand, separately. Another thing to come together as God's people in unison and cry out to the living God and say, Lord, we are parched ground, dry, thirsty, Lord. Pour forth the floodwaters from heaven. 
Blessing upon blessing, Lord. As we cry out, let's worship the Lord. I need you, oh, I need you. Every hour I need you. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to you. I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour I need you. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to you. There are some people who are under tremendous affliction right now. And they know what it means to not worry about anything else except on their need being met. Others have less critical things. God is concerned about every one of our needs. Once again, it must be understood the greatest need of our souls this morning, every day, is to be in fellowship with the living God. If we're going to find pasture from the Good Shepherd, we have to determine not to take up that which is not pasture from the Good Shepherd. God is willing to help us to purge and cleanse everything that competes with the Holy Spirit. Every work and desire of the flesh to help us to have them crucified once and for all. It's the one that sees from his own works that has entered into his rest. Examine ourselves. And willingly and actively. Imagine yourself going to the chambers of your heart, the inner room of your real being, taking off the shelves, walking in to your own heart, removing things that God says does not belong. Attitudes and desires that are not in keeping with God's perfect will. And the house will be clean so that the master can take up residence. God has great things for us that he has promised to every one of his children this year. The Spirit of God can only reign when the flesh is put to death. And the Good Shepherd stands and he says, I am the door. I am the good shepherd who gives his life for the sheep. The whole purpose of that is that the Lord can restore us back into that beautiful covenant with himself so that we don't need to wander about anymore. All we need is the Lord. Some of you may be thinking about your children. 
your spouses, your financial difficulties, your physical difficulties. There's some, as I said, who are in a very, very difficult situation physically, health-wise. Some may be not too far from death's door. Yet the Lord is standing and says when the Son of God speaks, death flees. God, the Son of Righteousness, arises with healing in His wings. Father, I pray that you touch the people that are facing crises, Lord, possible surgeries, hospitalizations. And Lord, man has said there's no more hope. Living God says, I am your hope. Thank you, Lord, for bringing everything into perspective. We can come to you with the proper fear of the Lord and reverence. Because when you are worshipped as God Almighty, with the whole heart, with the whole heart of each one of your people, you said you will stretch forth the hands and do mighty signs and wonders. I thank you, Lord, for opening the eyes of the blind, opening the ears of the deaf, causing the mute to speak, bringing people out, Lord, of their darkness and their prisons in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Cause, Father, every gloominess and every fear of Satan to be put down and crushed in Jesus' mighty name right now. Son of God, reach forth into the hearts of your people, minds of your people. Free them, Lord, from everything that is toxic, everything that is death, that they may be free to serve the living God. Worship you. Thank you, Lord, for preparing us. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Praise be to God. We're going to sing one more song before we hear some of the word of exhortation. Then we're going to our usual full worship. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just worship the Lord where you are. Give him all the glory due unto his holy name. Thank you, Lord. We are in need of you, Lord. We are in need of you, Lord. I need your touch, oh my God. I am in need of you, Lord. We are in need of you, Lord. I am in need of you, Lord. I need your touch, oh my God, I am in need of you, Lord. I need your touch, I need your touch, oh Lord. I need your touch, I need your touch. I need your touch, O Lord. I need 
your touch, oh my God, I am in need of you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you've been crying to the Lord, saying, Lord, I need a change. Not where I'm supposed to be. Lord, I want to be the way you want me to be, fully pleasing to you, Lord. Is there anyone this morning who says, Father, I truly want a hundredfold fruit for my life? Too much barrenness, too long. And Lord, just when a little bit of fruit is coming, help me not to sit back, sit down, and not go forward. I want to be just like my good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. To be fruitful all the time. Like a tree planted by the streams, the living water. Whose leaf does not wither. It yields its fruit in a season. Everything it does prospers. We're so quick to think about prosperity in physical terms, in material terms. That's what we see as human beings. God does bless. He says, all the cattle on a thousand hills belong to me. Cattle is what stood for prosperity back then for many people. He said, all the silver and gold is mine. This is what the Lord says. He said, I don't need anything from anyone. If I want something, I have it already. But God is a giver. He is generous. He wants to give us all that we need by way of material goods. But the greatest need is our spiritual poverty. To be filled with God's riches. If we have that, we have everything. It's very important to know. That's true spiritual poverty. To cry out. Come to the end of ourselves. And say, Lord, this worship service this morning... Pray this in your heart right now. Say, dear Lord, during this service, this morning, for those who joined from elsewhere across the world this evening or night, Lord, this service, I want a substantial move forward in my spirit. Lord, I want to follow you with a perfect heart. I want the lovely Lord Jesus to come and live with me in a way that I've never experienced him before. I want him to manifest himself in me and through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise be to God. I'd like you to turn in your Bibles to Psalm 100. Psalm 100. Very briefly, as the Lord is speaking to me this morning, and God being our shepherd, the one who gives us that pasture that only he can give us, that pasture that we desperately need, food for our souls, nourishment. Psalm 100, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. 
Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Praise be to God. If anyone is on the uh, the Start Meeting app, those who couldn't join by video, and some of you are joining on the phone, if you can just make sure you mute your lines there, please. Praise God. Notice uh, verse 3. Know ye that the Lord is God, it is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Where the Lord takes his sheep to go and graze the good land, the blessings of heaven, the spiritual food that we need for our souls. God has that for us. And he says, remember, you belong to me. You don't belong to yourself. We turn to Psalm 23. We see the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. In John 10, 9, the Lord says, If any man come in through me, the door, the Lord says, He will go in and out and find pasture. God has arranged it that way. John 10.9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Salvation is not just making it to heaven, but it's a total liberation from everything that is contributed, that has contributed to our malnourishment, our weakness. God gives us the wholesome food. The good shepherd is the one that knows exactly what each of his sheep needs. And God has ranged it so that each of us can get what we need and be completely satisfied. I want to read this passage in John 10 very quickly. John 10 and verse 7. Then said Jesus unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it abundantly or more abundantly. This is God's heart, to give us everything. And so he says to the disciples, it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the pasture, which is his kingdom, to give us everything that we need to reign in life 
by grace. To reign in life. That means not to be mastered by our situation, our circumstances, but to master it, master them. How? Through the grace of God, reigning in and through us, which we use to reign in this life. When we get to heaven, we'll be given crowns. We'll be given the robe of righteousness, the heavenly garments that we only get when we get there. That is distinct from what we have now. Our whole physical bodies will be changed. We will reign then. For certain, we'll reign then. But God says something here. That in this life, we are called to reign. I am the good shepherd, John 10, 11. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. This is how much the Lord loved us. That he gave us his life and laid it down so that we can have the best that he has to offer. We need to really think about that and not to just take that to apply physical, material prosperity, even though God wants to give that and he will give that. He does give that. But prosperity of the soul, that every day I know that I'm eating the good pasture that the Lord has prepared for me. I'm making sure that I know where to find it. Right where the Lord Jesus leads me. And that I do eat and take it in. Then that abundant life, that reigning in grace, all the spiritual strength, the stamina, the wisdom, the power, everything that I need will be manifest in my life. The sheep that are close to the shepherd are the ones who know exactly his heart and his mannerisms. They're able to pick up on the cues and be protected and prosperous. How do we do that as believers? We spend time secretly communing with the Lord, spending time talking with the Lord, praying, trusting in God. And God said, I will manifest my glory on you openly in the public area. Our whole heart's desire is not to look to the Lord so that we can get some kind of benefit to make us look better before people, but to be gloriously representing the Son of God, God himself, in the way he wants us to. The pasture, the sheep, the good shepherd. We see that in Psalm 100, Psalm 23, and John 10. God has for us everything we need to live the abundant life. Glory be to God. I'm going to pray again before we enter into worship. Lord, thank you, Lord. Lord, the word that is so precious, Lord, every counsel of God, Lord. You said, enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, that it is only the sheep. It is only the sheep that knows how to enter in by the door. The sheep will not hear the stranger's voice. 
I pray that every one of us will be so intimately acquainted with you, Lord. We refuse to listen to anyone else but you. Lord, that we would go in. Our salvation will be secure. Our salvation will be abundant. The abundant life will be manifest in the way we live in this world, in the way we relate to people, in the way we relate to situations, even unexpected situations, even, Lord, negative situations, Lord, to know that we are called to reign in life by grace. Hallelujah. Nothing can defeat the Lord God Almighty. You are victorious forever. Lord, people who are in you cannot be defeated. You said, I know my sheep and I'm known of mine. Hallelujah. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. Lord, we will never lack good pasture when we follow the good shepherd. We will never lack prosperity or protection when we stay close to your heart. We will never lack the treasures of heaven, the kingdom of God, when we are, Lord, when we are leaning upon your chest, Lord, continually talking with you and believing you, hoping in your word that your power may be manifest in our lives. To you belong all the glory and praise. We thank you, Father. Open our hearts even more, I pray, to receive more of you this morning. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the presence that is here. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your presence that is here. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord, we thank you, as your word says, where two or three are gathered together. You're there in the midst. I thank you, Lord, for bringing us all together as your people washed by the precious blood of Jesus, as your body, to meet, Lord, in your presence, to worship our King of kings and the Lord of lords. We just humble ourselves, O Savior, and we ask you, Lord, that you'll visit us in a, a substantial manner today. Father, I ask you, Lord, that you will show your power, show your glory. Lord, rain down your love, rain down your heavenly manner. We want to see more of your glory. We want to see more of your face. Lord, we want to bask in your presence even more. Father, I pray that you will touch us. Touch each one of us here. Lord, touch your people. All those who are on the video conference and all those on the phone conference. And Lord, whoever is joining through whatever means, Lord, I pray that you will touch them, Father. Wherever they are, touch them, Lord. Let your presence enter into their homes right now in Jesus' name. I ask you, Father, let your presence enter into every room. Let your presence enter into every home. Let your presence enter into every heart in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I come against all the forces of darkness. 
and every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's someone here that the Holy Spirit is showing me you are suffering from severe headache right now. Jesus wants to touch you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Believe that God is going to give you complete healing right now. Thank you, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against this headache in Jesus' name. I come against this migraine headache in Jesus' name. And I come against every evil spirit that is causing this headache. And I ask this headache to depart from their bodies in Jesus' name. I curse this headache right now in Jesus' name. I take authority over every unclean spirit that is causing this headache in Jesus' name. And I command it to be removed in the name of Jesus. I render it powerless at the foot of the cross in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, for doing this. As we worship you, Father, I pray, Lord, may your people worship you in spirit and in truth. And every bodily, Lord, suffering, every body pain, every kind of pain that is interfering with your people from worshiping you. I curse those in Jesus' name. Every distraction of the enemy, I curse it in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Heavenly Father, that you will, Lord, give total freedom for your people so that they may worship you in spirit and in truth. And I pray, Lord, may the joy of the Lord fill every heart. May the joy of the Lord be their strength, Heavenly Father. May we worship you, Father, with the reverence that is due to your name, Heavenly Father. May we worship you with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength, Heavenly Father. Lord, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Give you all the praise. Just take a minute before the Lord and tell the Lord, Lord, cleanse me. Once more, cleanse me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. Cleanse me, Jesus. Tell the Lord, Lord, cleanse me. Cleanse me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let my singing, let my worship arise to your throne as a sweet-smelling savor. Ask the Lord to cleanse you right now as you worship God. Let it rise to the presence of God as a sweet incense. As a sweet offering. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. Praise you. Praise you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. 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 Jesus. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Just open our hearts, open our mouths to worship Him. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The object of worship, the center of attraction. Hallelujah. Our sweet Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Praise you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we come against every hindrance in Jesus' name. Jesus. I ask you, Father, that the Spirit of the Almighty God, the Spirit of Truth, Father, remove every hindrance in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. 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 Hallelujah. We give you praise, O God. We give you praise, O God. We give you praise, O God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against us. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Stanley, I just switched from the um, the phone to the uh, computer for the phone conference line. Is it sounding okay? Sorry, I think I lowered the volume here. Are you able to hear Stanley on the phone conference line? Yes, I can hear you, but okay, praise God. I'm gonna. Um, continue with this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Glory to God, Lord of God, Lord of God, Lord of God, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's all I need He's all I need Jesus is all I need I'll take Him now I'll take now for all that I need. He's all I need, yes, Lord. He's all I need. Jesus is all I need. I'll 
Jesus. We need your presence, O oh Lord, more than anything. We just give ourselves over to you at this hour and we ask you, Lord, invade our space, invade our hearts, invade our minds, invade our bodies. Hallelujah. Death cannot stand in your presence. Hallelujah. Lord of life, Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you. Hallelujah. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Govern our hearts. Govern our minds. Govern our bodies. Govern our souls. Govern our finances. Govern our speech. Govern our going on and our coming. And oh, Jesus, take over. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, take over. Take over every part of me. Hallelujah. Fill every part of me. Every part of me, fill every part of me with you, Jesus, until the world can see you, only you in me, Jesus. Fill every part of me, every part of me with you, Jesus. More of you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise your Holy Spirit. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, I give my everything to you, Jesus. I give my all to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To Jesus I surrender all, to Him I freely give, I will ever love and trust in Him. I surrender all. I surrender Savior, I surrender 
more. I surrender all, Jesus. I surrender all. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to be my Teach me to please the Father God. Teach me to pray like Jesus Christ. Teach me to be a sacrifice. Yes, a perfect sacrifice. Holy Spirit, come. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me to hear your voice of truth. Teach me to know your heart of love. Teach me to understand your ways, to walk in your path of life. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Jesus. Teach me, Lord. Right now, teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me to please the Father God. Teach me to pray like Jesus Christ. Teach me to be a sacrifice, a perfect sacrifice, a perfect sacrifice. Holy Spirit, come, teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, right now. Holy Spirit, be my teacher. 
Total surrender. Total surrender to the master. To the master. Oh, teach me now. Oh, teach me now. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, give me power. Give me power at this hour. At this hour. I need you now. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Right now, right now, teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Right now, to live a life of total surrender. Teach me, Lord. Right now, to hear your voice of truth, O oh Lord. Teach me, Lord, right now. Teach me, Holy Spirit. Teach me, Lord, right now. Hallelujah. Teach us, O Lord, to number our days and to apply our hearts unto wisdom. Hallelujah. Teach us, O Lord. Teach us, O Lord, hallelujah. Teach us, O Lord, hallelujah. Riches I need not, nor man's empty praise. Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou and thou only first in my heart. High King of Heaven, my treasure thou art. Riches I need not. Nor men's empty praise, thou mine inheritance now and always, thou and only first in my heart, yes, Lord. I King of Heaven, my treasure. Thou, I King of Heaven, you're my treasure. I King of Heaven, my treasure. Thou, I King of Heaven, my treasure. Oh, Father, we give our all to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're the only one we need. You're the only one we want. Hallelujah. You're all I want. 
Jesus, you're all I need. You're all I want, oh Lord. You're all I want. You're all I've ever, ever needed. You're all I want. Jesus, you're all I need. Jesus, you're all I need. You're all I need, Jesus. Jesus, you're all I need. Jesus, you're all I need. Jesus, Jesus, you're all I need. Jesus, you're all I need. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, we give ourselves over to you. Spirit of the living God. Take us, Lord. Present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy to the Lord. Let it be a pleasing, reasonable service to God. Hallelujah. Lord, we are gathered together in your presence. And we're asking you, Lord, that you will receive us. Receive us, Lord, at this hour. We give everything, every part of a being into your hands, O Lord. When... We give ourselves over to you. You take us and you make us whole. Hallelujah. You take us and you make us whole. Hallelujah. So we give our spirits, our souls, our bodies, our minds, and whoever is going through whatever problem it may be, whatever problem it may be, whatever trauma it may be, whatever physical condition it may be, whatever emotional condition it may be, whatever relational condition it may be, whatever financial condition it may be, your power is greater than all the powers of darkness and all the conditions put together. And I thank you, Lord, for your presence that is here, your healing power, your delivering power, your sanctifying power that is here in our midst, O oh Lord, and I praise you. Praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed Holy Spirit, you are in our midst and we worship you. Our precious Jesus, you are in our midst and we worship you. Hallelujah. Our Abba Father, we thank you, Lord, for your presence that is here. Hallelujah. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Seeking you as a precious jewel. Lord, to give up, I'd be a fool. You were my all and all. Seeking you as a precious jewel. Lord, to give up, I'd be a fool. You were my all and all. We give it all to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Take my 
be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. Take my moments and my days. Let them flow with endless praise. Let them flow with endless praise. Tell the Lord, Lord, I give my everything to you. My time, my talents, my treasure. My weaknesses, my sicknesses, I'm giving everything to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not going to withhold anything from you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I place myself at the altar of God. Say, Lord, take everything. Take everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Great I am, you dwell on high, you ride on winds, rain from above, the great I am, you dwell on high. You ride on with Jesus, rain from above, the great I am. Lord, you reign over my circumstances. You reign over my body. You reign over my finances. Tell the Lord, I give everything to you, Jesus, at this hour. Hallelujah. Praise you. Total surrender. You take over me, Lord. When the perfect God comes in the midst of his people, he takes the brokenness and he makes it into something that is whole, glorious. Hallelujah. He takes our brokenness away. And gives us his wholeness. Hallelujah. He takes away our ashes. And replaces it with his beauty. Hallelujah. Not any beauty. His beauty. Hallelujah. He takes away our weaknesses. And he replaces it with his strength. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. Give me more of your word. Give me more of your word. Give me more, give me more, give me more of your word. Let me be overcome by your word. Give me more of your word. Give me more of your word. Give me more, give me more, give me more of your word. Let me be overcome by your word. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Love the Lord, I need your word. When the word of God comes into our lives, he takes away our brokenness. He takes away our emptiness. He takes away our weaknesses. He takes away our sicknesses. Hallelujah. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Hallelujah. And all those who looked to him, their faces became radiant. Not a single person's face was put to shame. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your word keeps me alive. Your word brings healing to my mind. Your word heals my body. all I need Your word keeps me alive keeps me alive Your word it brings healing to my mind brings healing to my mind Your word heals my body Your word Heals my body. Your word is all I need. Let's sing it one more time. Believe it with all your heart and sing it. Your word keeps me alive. Keeps me alive. Your word brings healing to my mind. Your word. Brings healing to my mind. Your word heals my body. Your word heals my body. Your word is all I need. Oh, by your word I live. By your word I live. Oh, by your word I live. Oh, by your word I live. Oh, by your word I live, Jesus. Oh, by your word I live. Oh, by your word I live. Your word is all I need. 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 Hallelujah.
Thank you, Father. You healed the blind with your word. You raised the dead with your word. Jesus, you are the word, your word is all I need, your word brings light to my life, oh Lord, your word is life to me. Oh, there is power in your word. There's power in your word. There's power in your word. Let there be light. Oh, there is power in your word. There's power in your word. Lord, let there be light in my life. Let there be light in my life, Lord. There's power in your word. There's power in your word. There's power in your word. Let there be light. Oh, there is power in your word. Yes, Lord. There's power in your word. Lord, let there be light in my life. Lord, let there be light in my life. Oh, Jesus, as we are here in your presence, oh Lord, as a blind man looked to you and he cried out, he said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. As the leper came and he said, oh Lord, have mercy on me. Father, we are here in your presence at this hour. And we ask you for your mercy. So that we can have life. We can have light. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That your life that brings light may penetrate into every heart, every mind, every body, every spirit, every soul. Resurrect that which is dead. Bring to existence that which is not there. Hallelujah. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you'll touch every brother, every sister, every child who is in this service, Lord, at this hour. Whatever their need is, O oh Lord, Jesus, that you'll meet their needs according to your riches in glory. Not according to our minds, but according to your resources, O oh God. I ask you that you will touch your people at this hour. Expand your faith, O oh Lord, at this hour to receive what you have for them. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that their faith may not be in money, 
let their faith not be in the doctors let their faith not be upon their resources let their faith not be upon what their friends and relatives are saying oh father let their faith be upon the living god not upon psychology and psychologists social workers but upon the living god hallelujah we choose to believe in the word of god because we know that it is power to our souls hallelujah it is power to our bodies hallelujah it is power to our minds hallelujah oh we praise you hallelujah we're going to sing one more song this hour hallelujah hallelujah breathe on us us
Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, breathe. Whatever your circumstance may be, no matter how destroyed, no matter how dead it may appear, the Spirit of the Living God is here to bring life. The Spirit of the Living God is here to drive out death. The Spirit of the Living God is here to resurrect that which is dead and gone, disintegrated. God is able to bring life there. Hallelujah. The Lord is able to create something that is not even there. He calls into existence things that are not even there. Hallelujah. Oh, He is the great I Am. That which is not there, God calls into existence. So don't worry. If something is missing, something is not there. Our God is so big. He calls into existence things that are not even there. Our miracle worker. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. Revive and restore. Holy Spirit, breathe. Breathe on us. Breathe on us, Lord. Breathe on us. Breathe on us now. Breathe on us. Holy Spirit, breathe. Breathe on us now. Breathe. Revive and restore, revive and restore, Holy Spirit, breathe on breathe on us, breathe on us now, breathe on us, breathe on us, breathe on us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Spirit of the living God. It is a prayer to the Lord. Fall afresh on me. Fresh on me, Spirit of the Living God, fall fresh on me. 
Father, I come before your throne of praise. And I ask you to touch your people right now at this hour. I ask you, Jesus, wherever there's weakness, God is showing me there's someone here. You're experiencing numbness on one side of the head. You're experiencing numbness on one side of the head. And a lot of times you're wondering, what is this numbness about? What is this about? And it's bothering you. You're afraid to go to the doctor. You're sitting in your chair right now, and you're thinking, is that for me? God is saying that it's for you. God's word is for you. Healing is for you. Deliverance is for you. If you're experiencing numbness on one side of your head, and if you believe that Jesus can heal you right now, Jesus will heal you right now. Hallelujah. And as I'm going to pray for you for healing, the Spirit of the Lord is going to touch you wherever you are. Distance is not a matter for God Almighty. The Holy Spirit is going to touch you wherever you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And you're wondering if it is you. And the Lord says for you to know that it is you, it is your left side of your head. You're experiencing the numbness on the left side of your head. It comes and it goes. And the Lord Jesus says, he wants to touch you and he wants to heal you wherever you are. As I'm going to pray this prayer for your healing, Jesus is going to touch you and Jesus is going to heal you. Thank you, Jesus. Believe it and receive it by faith and it will be yours. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against this numbness that this person is experiencing, Lord, in the left side of their head. I ask you to touch them right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whoever is experiencing this frequent numbness in the head, one side of the head, I ask you that you will touch them right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as a servant, I curse this numbness right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse it in Jesus' name. And I take authority over this numbness in Jesus' name. You're still not sure of this. And God is saying, this is for you. Many times you wonder and you're afraid. You're worried, thinking that I may have a stroke. I may end up having a stroke. I may get paralyzed on one side. And God is telling you to know that this is for you. God is giving even more details and more specific. Take it in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse this numbness. On one side of the head, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I release your healing virtue in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to touch this person right now in Jesus' name. And I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against the healing of this person. Oh God, I curse this in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Be thou glorified, O God. Hallelujah. In and through this person, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Cover 
each and every brother, every sister, every child, Lord, who is, Lord, here worshiping, oh, Father, with us together, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I pray that you'll touch every single person, oh, Lord. And I pray before the end of this service is over, I pray do something substantial for them, oh, Lord, this day. Do something, Lord, deep within their spirit, oh, God, in Jesus' name. Do something that they may never forget, Lord, in their lives, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And all who are here expecting, expecting something from the Almighty God. I pray, Father, that you will send them with overflowing joy. Send them with your goodness. Send them with something tangible from the hand of the Almighty God. And I thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Praise God. God bless all those who are here um, with us on the video call and also on our um, phone line. And if anyone is conferencing others through your line, God bless all of you. The Spirit of the Lord is in our midst at this hour. And we need to understand that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The very same God who was here on the face of this earth 2,000 years ago. He's in our midst today. And we need to really exercise our faith and believe that He's here. Believe that He is here for you. Believe that He is here to answer you. Believe that He is here to see your tears and to wipe your tears and to answer your cry. It's important to have that faith when you come into the presence of God, knowing that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Blessed be the Lord. So we're going to go into God's Word. Anything to Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he spoke already. Okay. So we're going to go into God's Word. This light is very blinding here. Can I shut it off? No, it's too dark. Okay, we'll just turn it on. Okay. So I'm going to just go into the Bible passage that God has for us today that the Lord just gave. So just give me one minute. We're going to turn to the book of Genesis. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word. Let me be a doer of your word. And not a hearer only. Not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit. Let me bring forth much fruit. To the praise, to the praise and, glory and glory of God the Father. God the Father. And the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. I will listen. I will listen. And obey. And obey. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter twenty two. Genesis chapter 22, and I'm going to read from verse 1. Genesis chapter 22, verse 1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. Let's go to verse 2. Then he said, take now your son, 
your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. I want to stop right here and focus on something that's very important that the Spirit of the Lord is bringing to our hearts at this hour. Has the Lord spoken to you about anything in your life? Has the Lord asked you to do anything in your life? Think about it. If God has spoken to you about something in your life, it is important for you to do it. Never say that, oh, it's hard for me. It's not doable at this time. Maybe I'll do it some other time. Never postpone anything that God is requiring from you because your blessing lies in that. When God tells you to do something and you do it, a miracle will take place. If God is asking something from you, or if God is telling you to do something, when you obey the voice of the Lord God Almighty and surrender to God Almighty, God does a miracle there, right there, when you obey Him. Because obedience is an expression of faith. When you believe what God said, and you do what God has told you to do, God sees your faith and He honors your faith because you obeyed Him, because you believed Him. And God rewards you for that with something far greater than what you would have ever imagined in your mind. God looks at Abraham and He's asking Abraham to do a tough thing in the sight of man. God is telling Abraham, Abraham, this is what I want you to do. And God is giving very specific location. God is telling him, this is how you must do. So he's telling how to get it done. He gives very specific details to Abraham. He's telling him, this is how you should do it. Anytime God tells you to do something, your blessing will lay in the command of God. Understand that. God called Noah and God told Noah, Noah, I want you to build an ark. Build an ark and God gave the exact measurements. When God tells you to do something, He's never going to leave you in the dark. He's never going to leave you to figure out on your own. God is never like that. God is a very good God. He knows what we need. And He knows that we need specific set of instructions to execute what God wants us to, in order for us to be blessed. So never think that God is telling me to do something because God needs my favor. No, God does not need us. But God gives us something to do so that he can bless us. You know, it's like this. When your children are little, you want them to be blessed. What do you do? You tell them, do this, and I'm going to give you this. Is it because you cannot do that? No. It is because you want them to learn something. You want them to be blessed. You want them to learn something important that is good for their life. And what do you do when you teach something to them for them to be get, for them to get blessed? What do you do? You reward them for that as well. How much more generous is our God? When He comes to us and He tells us to do something, it is for our own blessing. And when we do it, He rewards us for that as well. God is such a good God. 
When God tells you to do something, don't delay. Never delay in obeying the commandments of God. Never delay in obeying what God is calling you to do, no matter what it is. Know for sure that this is what God is telling me to do. And when God tells you to do something, simply do it. So God is calling Abraham to do something which appears to be very difficult. He says, look, Abraham, take, verse 2, take now your son, your only son, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I shall tell you. So Abraham arose. He arose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering. And he arose and went to the place of which God had told him. What is Abraham doing? Abraham is obeying the voice of God. What is he doing? He is doing exactly what God told him to do. If you look at Abraham's obedience, there's no deviation at all. Whatever God told him to do, he did it exactly the way God told him to do. He didn't go halfway. He didn't leave his son. Or he just didn't delay. He immediately did it. And he exactly did it. I want to emphasize these two things when it comes to obedience. Those of you who are taking notes, write this down. When God tells you to do something, do it immediately and do it exactly the way he's telling you to. Do it immediately and do it exactly the way God is telling you to do. There is a blessing that will come right with it because with the command of God lays the blessing of God. It's right there. The command of God. When God gives it to you, it contains the blessing. It contains the promise. It contains glory in it. Many times people don't see that. They are short-sighted. They don't see it. And as a result of that, what do they do? They just leave it. Oh, it is too hard. I can't do this. It is too hard. If God calls you to do something hard, then know for sure the blessing is going to be far greater. Far greater. May God help us to understand the glory in obeying the word of God. Obeying the voice of the Holy Spirit. Obey immediately and obey accurately. Whatever he's telling you to do, obey everything. Do it exactly the way God is telling you to do. Blessed be the Lord. So, this is what Abraham is doing. Abraham obeyed God immediately and he did what God told him to do exactly. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back to you. Why? Because God calls only Abraham and his son. Only two people expected to be on the mountain where God was going to meet with them, where God was going to be there, where he called him to sacrifice Isaac. No one else. And Abraham is following exactly what God told him to do. He took what he needed and he left the men down. And he's going with his son to where God called him to. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it, laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, my father. And he said, here I am, my son. Then he said, look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt 
offering. So the two of them went together. There's another important point that God wants to highlight here at this hour, which is, when Isaac looks at Abraham and he's asking Abraham, Father, we have the wood, we have whatever we need now, but we need to have the lamb for the burnt offering. Where is the lamb? And Abraham is saying a very important point that we all should take home with us today. Abraham says, God will provide for himself. The highlight here is the word himself. Now underline that word or highlight that word. It's very important. The offering is for who? God. When you give to God, it's for who? It's for God. When you obey, you're obeying who? God. If God is calling you to do something, who are you doing it unto? It has to be done unto God. That's where the blessing is. He said, oh, the lamb, God will provide for himself. It's not something that Abraham was going to go and prove himself or show off himself or prove, you know, how obedient his son is or obedient he is. No, his whole heart and mind was on God. This is an offering for God. And whatever needs to be on it, God will provide for himself. It is for God Almighty. The focus was on God. Our focus needs to be upon the Lord God Almighty. If your focus is not on God, then you're going to be off-centered in your walk with God. If your focus is not on God, I want to repeat it, you'll be off-centered on the face of the earth. Your focus must be upon God. Whether you're worshiping God, whether you're praying, whatever you're doing, giving, whatever it is, your focus has to be God Almighty, not upon yourself. Oh, look how nicely I'm singing. Oh, look how nicely I'm talking. Oh, look how I evangelized. Oh, look how I prayed. And look how that will become an abomination to God. It will become a stench to God. The focus has to be God. You sing to God. Who should be the focus? God. Sometimes people sing and they feel, oh, I hear my own voice. I don't like the way I'm singing. Why is the focus on your voice? Why are you focusing on how you're singing? Your focus should be on God. Oh, I don't want to pray in public because I don't sound too good. What is your focus? Who are you praying to? Are you praying to yourself? Are you focusing on yourself? Or is your focus on God Almighty? Your focus should be God Almighty. Abraham's focus was God Almighty. He said the offering, it's for him. It's for God Almighty. And this is why we are going. We're going to give something to God. Almighty, he himself will provide. It's for him. It's for him. May God help you to understand whether you come to worship God, whether you go and tell someone your testimony or give the word to someone. May your focus be upon Jesus Christ and not upon yourself. Not on what you did or what you can do, but upon Christ, upon what he has done for you. And what he can do for you. What he has done for the other person you are sharing the gospel with. And what he can do for them. Your focus has to be Jesus. And you must direct the attention of the people to Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. May God help you to understand that. Not to yourself, but to Jesus Christ. 
Verse 9. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. You see, God has specifically put specific words in the Bible so that when we read, we can understand that this is how Abraham obeyed God. How did he obey God? He obeyed God implicitly. And he obeyed God exactly the way God told him to. Implicitly and exactly. He came to the place which God told him to. I want to emphasize another point here that the Holy Spirit wants me to, which is, in order for you to know what God is telling, and in order for you to exactly obey Him, you need to know what He's talking. You need to be able to hear Him. You need to be able to understand Him. So two things I want to talk about briefly when it comes to obedience in connection with hearing the voice of God. You need to hear and you need to understand. A lot of times people can hear something and understand it in a totally different way. It will end in a disaster. A lot of times people may not even hear it because there's sin in their lives, disobedience in their lives, and their focus is on themselves. If your focus is on yourself, you cannot hear God. You know why? Because your voice is louder than God's voice. Not because God is weak and you're strong. No. Because your hearing is focused on your own voice. If you keep on talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, you're not going to hear what God is saying. For others, they allow the world to come in. They hear the noise of the world. So they're so preoccupied with the things of the world, they have no time for God. So thereby, they are missing out on what God is saying. So it could be sin. Presumptuous sin. Where if you have sin, then you're not going to hear the voice of God. If you're lying, cheating, committing adultery, watching stuff that you shouldn't, hearing stuff that you shouldn't, gossiping, slandering, doing evil, anger, wrath, rage, bitterness, you're not going to hear the voice of God. It's very important for you to get yourself right with God by seeking God's help, confessing your sins, repenting for your sins, forsaking your sins. Repenting is confessing and forsaking. That's what repentance is. Repentance is not just confessing. Repentance is confessing and forsaking your sins. That's what the Bible says. He who confesses and forsakes a sin will receive mercy from God. So, when it comes to obedience, you should know what God said. So that knowing has two parts. One is hearing, which is listening. And two is understanding what God is calling you to do. You need to know. There could be a set of students in class and the teacher will say, tomorrow you need to finish pages 34, 35, and 36. And now the child can be there listening, okay, 34, 35, 36, you know, for homework. And the child can go home. And the teacher might have said, while she was saying, when you look at pages 34, 35, and 36, don't do the example problems. Just do the problems that are there. Don't do in 34. Don't do C. Just do A and B. Now, there are some people who don't listen fully. All they will have in their mind is 34, 35, and 36, and they'll be sitting and doing it the whole night. Something that they were never asked to do. As a result of that, they will come 
just finishing 34, 35 and 36, they haven't done because they couldn't do it. They didn't have time. They were sitting and doing all the extra things and things that they shouldn't be doing. What happened as a result? As a result of not understanding the requirements, they actually missed out on fulfilling what they were told to do. It's important to listen carefully. The Bible says, listen carefully, listen carefully. So, obedience involved listening carefully, listening intently to what God says. And if you don't understand, it's important to ask God. I tell people this all the time. If you're not sure about what God is calling you to do, don't jump in right away. Ask him. God is very good. He always wants to make himself known to you. And he always wants to make things clear to you. Ask him, Lord, I don't understand this. Speak to me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Lord, one more time. It's always good to ask God two, three times to get it confirmed before you do anything. Especially making a major decision. Even small decisions, you can go wrong. So it's important to hear the voice of God. Know that it is God speaking to you. Secondly, understand the requirements. What is he calling me to do? And then, do it implicitly. Do it accurately. And we will be blessed. So what happens here? They came to the place which God had told him to do. He understood what God wanted. And God said, I'm going to tell you where you need to go. So he set out, not knowing exactly the location where he went. But as he was going, he had a conversation with God. Obviously, that's not mentioned here. He had a conversation with God where God told him the location, exact location. And he understood that place and he's going to that place and he arrives at that place. God didn't give everything the first time when he spoke to him. Many times we want details. We say, Lord, you told me about this and uh, I want to know, um, by the way, um, how many miles it is from my house to there and, and how much gas it's going to take and, and how many hours it's going to take. And, you know, a lot of people are like that. They have lots of problems in their bodies and lots of sicknesses. But before they come to church, they have this question, how many hours is it going to take? How much is going to be? When I say how much is going to be, I'm talking about gas money. There's no charge coming to church. There's no charge. In our church, there's no charge for anything. But in their minds, it's more like, how long is the service? People are willing to go to the hospital and stay there, wait there for hours. They're willing to be admitted in the hospital, in the psych wards, and in the emergency rooms for hours together. Why? Because they want to get treated. But when it comes to the house of God, they're coming for a miracle, so to speak. They want a half an hour service, 45 minutes service, one hour service. How soon can it be done? And they want a magical cure. It will not happen that way. But those who have no regard for the presence of God, God will not do a thing for them. He does not have to do anything. Understand. It takes faith. And you need to know that he is God and you are in need of him. And for some other people, oh, how many times do, that, do I have to come? Well, they don't ask that when they have to go to the doctor. When they have to go to the therapist, they don't ask that. They go and they make it to all the appointments, no matter how far it is, if they know it's a specialist. 
But when it comes to the things of God, so many things, they want easy, quick cure, which they don't expect from even the earthly physicians. They know how to keep quiet and make it all the appointments. But when it comes to the things of God, to go there and to get blessed, free of charge, a lot of questions. And who brings those questions in the minds of people? Satan. Satan. Because he does not want the people to get set free. Understand, every time you come to the house of God, every time you step into the presence of God, every time something is being broken, and Satan hates that. So they'll say, oh, when one symptom goes, I'm fine. I can manage with the rest. And some people don't want to come to the house of God. As a result, what happens? One out of ten is gone. Nine is there still. And the one that left will come back after some time. What happens? After some time, it feels like nothing ever happened. Why? Because you were not diligent in receiving your healing and your breakthrough. And you were not patient. And you were not eager to worship God. You were there for yourself. If you're going to be there for yourself, for selfish motives and say that, I'm going to get this and I'm going to run away, like the prodigal son did. Prodigal son didn't want to be with the father. All he wanted was what the father could give him. And he wanted to take the, and he wanted to run far away from him. God knows our intentions when we come to the house of God. And many times, out of God's law, he'll say, I'm not going to heal them right now. Because their heart is not in the right place. Their motive is not right. So when it comes to healing, when it comes to receiving something from God, when it comes to really receiving the breakthrough or the miracle from God, it is so important to come with right attitude. It is so important to come with right heart. It is so important to come to worship God himself. It is important to come with faith, which will obey whatever God says. Abraham was a man of faith. He believed God when he didn't have the child. He believed God when he had the child. It didn't make a difference. You know why? His relationship with God matters the most for him. If the relationship with God matters the most for you. As Apostle Paul said, I know how to live in lack and I know how to live in fullness. How did he live? He lived with thanksgiving, with contentment. Whatever God says he will do, whether he had or whether he didn't have. May God speak to your hearts at this hour. We're going to finish in a few minutes. We're just going to read a few more verses as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. So we'll just continue reading. Let's go to verse 10. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son for me, from me. God says, now I know. How do I know? Because you showed your faith in action. Because you obeyed God implicitly and you obeyed God Accurately. Whatever God said, Abraham did exactly. If you would do the same thing, you would see God do 
the impossible in your life. You will see God fulfill the promises God has promised to you that are pending and outstanding in your life. You would hear God say the same thing to you, saying that you obeyed me implicitly. You obeyed me wholeheartedly. You obeyed me exactly the way I told you to. Now I know you fear me. The fear of the Lord tends to life. And he who has it shall abide satisfied. And he will not be visited with evil. If you have the fear of the Lord, you will obey God implicitly. You'll obey God exactly the way God has commanded you to do. And when you obey God, you're showing to God that you trust Him. When you obey God, you're showing to God that you fear Him. So if you look at the equation, to fear God equals to trust God, equals to obey God, equals to love God. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love him, you will keep his commandments. If you fear him, you will keep his commandments. Whatever God tells you to do, if you have faith in him, you will do it. So to fear him equals to love him, equals to obey him. But those people who truly fear God and show him by action, God will say, now I know you fear me, which is now I know you love me. Oh, I know. When? Not when we just simply blurt five, four words and tell God, Oh, I love you, Lord. You know how much I love you. God will say, I know how much you love me because I don't see you obeying me at all. Mm. Be sincere. Be true to whatever you say. Let it come really from your heart and not from your lips. Jesus said, Oh, these people, they worship me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. May God never say that of us. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Truly love God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength and he will do the impossible in your life. He will do the miracle that you're looking for. Our God is the miracle worker, the healer, the mighty deliverer, who is our, who is our strong tower, who is our refuge in times of trouble. But it's important for us to hide in him. It's important for us to take our focus off of ourselves and place it upon him. It's important to not to trust in yourself, but trust in him. Many times people trust in their own judgments, trust in their own thinking. As a result of that, they do not trust in God. Trusting in your own ability, trusting in what you can do, trusting in what you think will work or will not work out, will make you a disobedient rebellious man or woman in the kingdom of God where there's no place for such a person. Because when a person begins to trust in their own judgments, they will be led by fear. They will be led by false confidence. And they will fall hard and get badly hurt. God is speaking to our hearts today. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. What's the portion? God says, 100% of your trust from your heart must be upon the living God. 
and do not lean upon your own understanding. What he's saying, don't trust in yourself. Don't trust in your ability. Don't trust in your opinion. Don't trust in what you think would be the outcome. Don't trust in anything that your mind says. Don't trust anything that your heart would say. Trust the word of God. Trust what God is telling you to do. Many times it will go contrary to what your mind would say, what your heart would say. That's why God's word says, don't lean upon your own understanding that comes from your mind and from your heart. But in all your ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct your heart. He shall direct your paths. Now, the best way to allow the spirit of the Lord to lead you and for your heart to really follow the leading of the Holy Spirit is to deposit God's word in your heart. And this is where God's word says that. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. How can we be led by the Spirit of God? By storing the Word of God deep within your heart. By letting your heart, which is a storehouse, supply for your mind, not the other way around. Your mind shouldn't dictate what your heart should do, but your heart should take control over your mind. Your heart should overtake what your mind says. The word of God in your heart should overtake fear. The word of God in your heart should overtake anxiety. The word of God from your heart should overtake disobedience and rebellious things that the enemy can bring to your mind. If there is no God's word in your heart, you know what will happen? Whatever is in your mind will go settle down in your heart. And out of the heart will proceed evil, wickedness and everything. But if you have God's word stored in your heart, your heart can dominate your mind and out of your heart can produce love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, goodness, and self-control. God is speaking to your hearts there. And Abraham's heart was the commandments of God. He was diligent to do it. So whatever was in his heart, which was the word of God, dominated his mind. Gave no room for fear. Gave no room for unbelief. As a result of that, what was manifested? Faith in God. Patience. Love for God. You can see the fruit of the Spirit in Abraham. God is speaking to your hearts today. If you want to live in the Spirit, you need to have the Spirit of God and to walk in the Spirit of God. You need to have the Word of God. The Spirit of God is not void of the Word of God. Write this down. There are some people who say, oh, God is telling, God is telling, God is telling, God is telling, but there's no word of God there or a twisted version. That's not God. Only Satan uses God's word in a perverted way. Learn to use the word of God skillfully by being a good listener, by obeying God's word, knowing the mind of God, listening and discerning the will of God. The Bible says, Learn to discern the will of God. Without knowing the word of God, you cannot discern the will of God. There's nothing to discern. If you don't have the word, you have nothing to discern. Right? If you, if you need to know that if the apple that you're going to eat is good or not, is decayed or is a good apple, you need to have that apple in front of you. You need to get the apple first. In order for you to discern the will of God, you need to have the word of God. Without the word of God, you cannot discern the will of God. Without the word of God, you cannot know the mind of Christ. It is important for you to have the word of God in your heart. 
and have the word of God from your heart, dominate your mind, dominate your speech, dominate your eyes, dominate your hearing. That much power your heart has depending on what you store in your heart. That's why the psalmist says, I've hidden your word in my heart. Not in my mind, in my heart. I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Because if your heart is full of God's word, out of the treasure will pop out God's power. Because the word of God is power. It is a power to dominate your thinking, dominate your speech, dominate your ears, dominate your emotions, dominate your living. For people who are really unsteady in the word of God, who don't read the word of God properly, are the people who will readily fall into sin, who will readily say things that they shouldn't, give in to whatever the enemy brings, thereby live a disobedient life, unfruitful life, and may never inherit the kingdom of God. God is speaking to your hearts today. Abraham, I'm going to finish with one more verse which we began with when the Spirit of the Lord took us to this chapter. With the command of God lays the blessing of God, the miracle of God. Abraham inherited that miracle, the blessing, the promise of God, by listening intently, by understanding the will of God, and then obeying implicitly and obeying accurately. Replacing his faith in God, the commandments of God in his heart kept him and guided him into the obedience that God was looking for. Because he stored the commands of God in his heart, he had faith and not fear. He had obedience and not disobedience. What Abraham was manifesting was the nature of God in him. Because of the word of God that was stored in him. Any instruction God gave went straight into his heart. Stored there. He knew how to obey. Mm-hmm. May God speak to your hearts today. Let's just go here. I'm going to go all the way to verse 15. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven. When? When he offered the burnt offering. When your offering is pleasing to God, I want to highlight this, very important, when your offering is pleasing to God, that means when your offering comes out of your obedience, when you obey God, it becomes an offering to God. Write this down. Anytime you obey God, your obedience is an offering. It rises up to God as a sweet incense to God. When he performed it, when he offered that obedience as an offering to God, Now let's read here. Let's go to verse 15. The angel of the Lord called Abraham a second time from heaven. When you obey what God has given you, then God will give you further revelation. When you obey the revelation of God that God gives you, which is the initial revelation, then God will give you further revelation, which becomes the fulfillment of the promise of God. There's a blessing that comes there. So the angel of the Lord called Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, 
by myself have I sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing which, done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing, I'll bless you and multiplying, I'll multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the shore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of the enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. In the command of God lays the blessing of God. How did he really inherit the blessing of God? What God spoke all the way in Genesis 12. How did he really become an owner of that? By obeying God every step of the way. When it came to the ultimate thing that God spoke to him, he was able to hear the voice of God he had no hindrance between him and God. He was able to hear. He had no distraction. He was able to hear the voice of God clearly. He was able to understand what God was exactly asking. He wasn't saying, well, I don't think God is, you know, I know God said, you know, your only son, Isaac, but I don't think God is asking for Isaac because God said in Isaac, this is going to happen. So I'm not going to offer Isaac. Maybe God is asking for, you know, one of my servants. No. He was not somebody who was trying to evade what God was asking him. He was not somebody who was confusing and getting himself confused. No, he knew exactly what God was asking because he heard his voice. He understood what he was asking. And he didn't sit down and cry and wail over it. No, the next morning until he went, a man who implicitly fulfilled what God asked him to. He obeyed God accurately. He didn't go and do half-heartedly and do half a thing there. No. Because of that, God spoke to him again. He obeyed what God said first. God gave him a greater revelation of what blessing God was going to actually bless him with. That moment when he offered the offering, when he Fulfilled what God told him to do. It just rose up as a sweet offering to God. As a result of that, the word that God spoke the second time gave him that blessing instantly there. It was at that moment he became the father of faith, the father of a great nation. And in him, all the nations of the earth, not just Israel, all the nations of the earth, were blessed how? Through Abraham came the Messiah. Through Jesus. All of us here from different parts of the world are blessed by one man's obedience to God. Understand this. Your obedience will not only bless you, but it will make you a blessing. Those who learn to obey God will not only be blessed, but will become a blessing to others. Many, many people all over the world. If you want to be one of those whom God will bless in a significant manner by blessing you and blessing you in such a way that you become a blessing to many people, you need to be someone who would hear God by shutting down every other voice. You need to be a person who would hear God by shutting down your own voice you need to be a person who would hear God clearly 
by taking away everything that would speak against the voice of God. You need to be someone who would hear the voice of God and understand the voice of God. Know exactly what he's, he means when he says something. And do it implicitly. Do it exactly. When you do that, which God commands you to do, by hiding his word in your heart and overcoming that which you need to overcome, the feelings, the fears that will come against what God is telling you to do, you overcome it by the word of God that you're stored in your heart. That sword comes out every single time. The enemy brings fear. enemy brings contrary thoughts. But you cut it down right away. Because of what you're stored in your heart. The sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Then you're going to fulfill that which God has called you to do. And it will rise up to heaven as a sweet aroma to God. As a result of that, God will speak to you more. From initial revelation to final revelation. God will speak to you more and God will bless you. The miracle, the breakthrough, whatever God wants to give to you. God will bless you. God will give to you. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. 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 Take a few moments in the presence of God. Thank Him for what God has spoken to us today. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I give myself as a living sacrifice to you. Tell the Lord that at this hour. Because God was speaking to us during worship about surrendering, about giving your life to God. God has spoken to us through his word. The same thing about offering yourself to God. Offering what God is calling you to, what it takes. Good listening. It takes good understanding. It takes implicit obedience. It takes accurately obeying. Thank you, Jesus. It takes storing God's word in your heart so that you can counter everything that would try to keep you from doing what God has called you to do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you. Take a few minutes in the presence of the Lord and give yourself over to the Lord. And give yourself to this word of God that God has spoken at this hour. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Blessing, honor, glory, power, dominion belongs to God Almighty. And he's in our midst at this hour. Just examine your heart in the presence of God and tell the Lord, Lord, I want to live for you and live for you alone. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Let God become your everything. Let God become your everything. Hallelujah. Let God become your everything. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glorify you. Glorify you. Glorify you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's your blood that cleanses me. It's your blood that gives me life. It's your blood that took my place in redeeming sacrifice. It washes me whiter than the snow. Than the snow. Jesus, God's precious sacrifice. It's Jesus, God's precious sacrifice. Jesus Christ was sacrificed on that Mount Calvary. Hallelujah. Died on the cross 2,000 years ago. So that we can inherit every blessing that God has for us. Not without obeying. But by obedience. Hallelujah. The Bible says just like how he humbled himself and he obeyed. All the way to the death of the cross. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. God says you too follow the path of Jesus Christ. Thank you Jesus. How Jesus had the word in him. You should have the word of God in you. In order to hear from him, you need to put away everything that stands in the way. You being able to hear clearly from God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, I thank you, Lord, for this time. I ask you, Lord, that you will touch your people. Help them to listen intently, carefully. Know your mind. Help them to discern the will of God by knowing your word. May people become people who would hear your word and do your word. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that you continue to bless our church and cause every brother, every sister to Love the word and obey the word. Thank you, Father. And help them to inherit every promise that you have for them, Lord. Every blessing, every healing, every miracle that you have for them. Let no one look for shortcuts. May they truly love you for who you are. May they truly follow you for who you are. Bless us, O Lord, this afternoon. I pray that the presence of the Lord God Almighty Continue to 
draw them closer to you, Jesus. Make them powerful men and women of God who will stand as testimonies to the faithfulness of the Almighty God as Abraham did. I pray may each inherit the blessings that you have for them. As your servant, I pronounce your blessing upon your people, Lord, at this hour, that they may truly walk by faith and not by sight, that they may be people who would obey the voice of the Holy Spirit because they have their faith in you, that they may trust in the Lord and not trust in themselves, that they may inherit every blessing that you have for them. And I pronounce this blessing upon them, Lord. Be with them this week and be with them the rest of this month until we meet again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. We're going to sing one more song. Trust and obey. Praise God. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, trust and obey. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory sheds on our way. While we do His good will, He abides with us still. And for all who will trust and obey, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. One more time, let's sing it as a prayer to the Lord, believe. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory sheds on our way. While we do His good will, He abides with us still. And for all who will trust and obey, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your precious word. Lord, there was a time in which there was a great famine for the word of God. Lord, today we have the good blessing and privilege of hearing your word. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We've heard that we need to listen intently. Listen carefully. Yes, Lord. You called and commanded us, Lord, to obey implicitly. Father, and implicitly means not placing any conditions on God, Mm -hmm. not giving any excuses, but immediately and implicitly do what God says. Thank you, Lord, for your truth. Hallelujah. Oh, we don't want to be like the masses who talk about God and say, 
Lord, false things give lip service. But Father, we want to be people who obey. I pray, Lord, that whatever you've told your people today, that we would go and carry it out immediately. Hallelujah. Abraham got up early in the morning, Lord. And Lord, all you told him first was, I'm going to show you upon one of the mountains in the land, the region of Moriah. But he didn't know which place until he started walking. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father, that revelation will abound when we begin to walk. Just do what you say. Just lay down our pride and every excuse. Do exactly what our Heavenly Father told us to do. Your glory will rest upon your people. We will get our miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. Don't give in. Remember God is still on the throne. Don't give up on the brink of a miracle. Don't give in. God is still on the throne. Yes, remember, you're on the throne, oh God. God is still on the throne. And God will do a miracle. Lord, we heard that when we begin to obey, mm. you will do the miracle. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Lord. Jesus. Oh, Lord, I thank you that you have more miracles in store for your people. Mm. If only we would believe, we would trust mm. and obey. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for showing us we have to come mm. to the end of ourselves. Yeah our own calculations and what if and why we can't do what you told us to do. Yes, Lord, Lord the, even the world says where, where there's a will, there's a way. Mm. How much more when God's will is involved, yes, God will make a way. Hallelujah. Yes, Father in heaven, I pray that your glory will continue to rest upon your people mm. and abound, Lord, as mm. we continue to obey you. Yes. I thank you, Lord, that you have much work for us to do in your kingdom. Yes. Every single person that's heard this word, you have a work for them in the kingdom of God. Lord, we cannot afford to miss that. I pray we'll be diligent, Lord. Lord. What we've taken down by way of notes, Lord, in our journals, or Lord, on our devices, most of all in our hearts. Well, Lord, we heard something very important, Lord. Lord. And part of it was, Lord, it's in our hearts that we must store the word of God then our minds will be influenced by the Word, the Spirit of God behind the Word. Then we will start to think the thoughts of God, not have any struggle anymore to do the will of God. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Lord, we need to imitate Abraham, who was the father of faith, because he was a child at heart, even till his old age, to just get up and do what God said to do. And your glory came, Lord, and your miracle came. God will provide for himself the burnt offering. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. We're never alone, Lord, when you call us to obey you. You go with us every step of the way to complete what you've begun in our lives. Glory be to God. We thank you and praise you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. These are the days of Elijah. 
of his servant Moses. Mm. The days when God will do miracles in the midst of the famine. Mm. God will provide for himself. But we need to give to him. And he will bless us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. You, May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God.